Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Stafford, the 630 Chet Studios, the chorus building, the city south side. The Edmonton Oilers wrapping up practice over at Rogers Place, where I was today from 11 to 11.30. Edmonton 15-5 and five on the season. The Oilers with a 750 winning percentage of the best in the Western Conference. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, by your Leash Next Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one. Owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I believe that was a uh, live version of Rural Alberta Advantages Brother. We'll wrap up uh, with that uh, song as well today. On today's edition of Oilers Now, lots to get to. A little bit of discussion in and around Saturday night's victory in Vegas. A game in which the two leading scorers in the National Hockey League, at least they were going in a lot game, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, were held off the score sheet, but the Oilers still ultimately found a way to win 3-2, beating Vegas for the second time this season uh, at T-Mobile Arena. Coming up on today's show, lots of Oilers talk. NHL insider John Shannon will join us at 12.35 today. A little bit of a divergence. Uh, we're two days away from Edmonton taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins Wednesday night at Rogers Place. Check out EdmontonOilers.com for information. There's still a few stragglers out there for tickets. But Edmonton Elks interim uh, COO Alan Watt will join us today at oh, uh, 105 today. Alan spent uh, years with the Oilers organization, but prior to that, uh, throughout way back in the day, I remember listening to Alan broadcast uh, Golden Bears football games on CBC in the mid-1970s. Uh, Alan then went to work for the Edmonton Eskimos for a long time when they were the preeminent franchise in the Canadian Football League. And the Elks are trying to get back to getting there. And we'll discuss sort of the process that's taking place right now. Where are we at in the hunt for a president? What's taking place at the GM? What about Wally Bono's involvement? Alan Watt coming up today at 105 today. And at 135, it's Teddy Bear Toss Saturday night for the Edmonton Oil Kings. They host the Moose Jaw Warriors. Um, Oil Kings yesterday, a two-goal performance from their captain, Jake Neighbors, who's just returned from the St. Louis Blues in the National Hockey League. And Jake will join us at 135. Here is how you get hold of us. 
You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063 starting Wednesday. That's December 1st. Slot machines at River Cree will be open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning. Non-stop excitement on the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, enjoy daily dining specials at their more than 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. You can text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan Escott, who's 37 feet away from me right now in the main studio at 630 Jet, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. All right, Escott, I'm going to put you on the spot here. As we go to uh, today's top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers have started the year 15 and 5. So, Brendan, are they for real? What do you think? They got the best uh, winning percentage in the Western Conference. Yeah, this is for real. It's for real because they've been doing it differently. They've been doing it, as we saw on Saturday night, sometimes when needed without the help of the superstars. And they've been doing it with, you know, a a fraction of what their goaltending situation was supposed to be made up of. So when they get Mike Smith back into this fold, I think it's only going to boost the situation and make it more legit. All right. So that's the question I have for you on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. The orders of we're 20 games in the season. We're past U.S. Thanksgiving, which is sort of like a grading point. We are not at the quarter pole. Anybody that's involved with horse racing knows the quarter pole is the final quarter, the final two furlongs uh, traditionally. Uh, But we are a quarter of a way through the NHL season, roughly 20 games in. And the Oilers have got the – they're the only team in the West right now, I think, uh, with more than a 700 winning percentage. I put that tweet out yesterday. Maybe Minnesota's climbed above 700. But bottom line here, they got the best winning percentage in the West at 750. Um, they've done so. Mike Smith has uh, not been available for the last 17 hockey games. They've gone uh, two and one, two and one since losing um, Darnell Nurse, and two and zero oh since losing Duncan Keith because he got hurt during the game against Dallas. So they're down. Not to mention they don't have Slater Cuckoo. Their top three left shot options against the Winnipeg Jets two weeks ago Thursday. So where are we at? Where are we at here right now? And uh, but the one thing that's interesting for me is just the organic solutions. You know, Mike Ryan McLeod stepping in third line center. Philip Robert coming up, playing over twenty three minutes in Vegas the other night. Bouchard continuing to develop, and it's not going to be one continuous upward trajectory. There are going to be moments where it doesn't go well and Bouchard had a couple turnovers in a second period that also saw him uh, make a brilliant 80-foot stretch pass to set up yes to Pugliarvi for a breakaway. Pugliarvi and Hyman had had cold patches. We'll talk a bit about that as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. I'd just like to get your thoughts on where you're at right now with the team. But first, to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. Cam Moon had the call of the Oilers 3-2 victory over the Vegas Golden Knights. A big Pacific Division matchup between the Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights. This pass to Stevenson. Got it over the line. Broken up by Barry. Going the other way. Nugent Hopkins with Yamamoto. Into the Vegas end. The shot scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins puts it off the post. 
Post it in. 23 seconds to go in the period. Stone mishandled it. Cassian will get it out to Hyman. He's got a partial break. Here's Hyman. Stone all over him. Hyman scores! Zach Hyman puts it over the pad of Robin Leonard. We created a lot, a lot off uh, transitions. You know, they, we know their D are jumping almost every time. So if we can turn pucks over and go right away, we can have some chances. Uh, they're a fast team. They create a lot in transition themselves. So we have to be smart with the puck. Fogel can get it to the middle of Bouchard. Long pass to Pugliarvi. The breakaway. Pugliarvi scores! Yes, the Pugliarvi on the breakaway. He goes five hole. And the Oilers are up. Nothing. Again, the Vegas Golden Knights are activating their D, and the Oilers are finding some seams. And Poliarvi, who had not scored in eight goal games, has got one. So three guys that desperately needed to get going for Edmonton offensively have scored the three goals here. Stone through the middle to Stevenson, in over the Oilers line. The backhand scores. Chandler Stevenson to the blue line, just kept in by Theodore. Then his pass hit the stick of Hyman. It comes out. Hyman with a puck in the neutral zone. Oh. He got dumped down. Stevenson will just get it in. Drysaddle gets it out down the ice. It'll go to Hyman. He's got the empty net, but he can't catch up to it. Now he does. It's in behind the goal, but that'll do it. The Edmonton Oilers will hold on. A 3-2 win here in Vegas, and the Oilers go 2-1 on their three-game road trip. Well, there are a lot of Oilers fans in the building. I know we bumped into the legendary Pinchuk brothers, who uh, a couple of years ago uh, were kind enough to uh, include Jack Michaels and myself in a little bit of a, uh, a trip into Santa Clara to go watch a national championship game between Alabama and Clemson when they were on the road with the Oilers after bidding on a trip. So it was great seeing them again. Uh, lots of fans, lots of people swung by to say hi. And the Oilers uh, continued to play well against the West. They're... Uh, what can I tell you? They're undefeated against the Pacific Division this year, 15-5. and five. Dave Tippett, the Oilers head coach, had these thoughts post-game on the Oilers' 3-2 victory in Vegas. Miko was really good early. You know, that that uh, we took a penalty early just so Rusty could get the blocks, get that out of the way. And uh, But he, he made some big saves the first period. Second period, I thought we settled in. We played a lot better in the second period, and then they really pushed hard in the third, and he, uh, he made enough saves to get us a win. So it was a big effort by him. Uh, I thought we were opportunistic, capitalized on some chances, but uh, all in all, coming in with, with our back end, with the injuries we have right now, we knew we were going to be under pressure a little bit. It's just, can you uh, can you sustain it and make sure you uh, not giving anything away? And we were we were solid enough to get the points. Dave Tippett then added some additional comments on the Oilers' three-game road trip and their first 20 games of the year. Well, we didn't start out very well. I thought Dallas played a great game, and uh, we we uh, you know weren't up to the task that night. The the Arizona game, we uh, we started out a little bit slow, but then as the game went on, we really took over the game. And then tonight was they they had the early power play to get momentum, but it was back and forth, and uh, we got the lead, and we knew they were going to push, but we we played solid enough to to find a way to get points. So. We're 15 and five after 20 games, and uh, we got a day off tomorrow and a couple of days of practice, which we haven't practiced in a long time with our schedule. So, um, a little bit of a reset. But there's some things that we did very well the first 20, and there's some things that we got to continue to work on to improve. But uh, all in all, you look at what we've accomplished so far; it's been a good start to the season. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins also added his perspective on the position that the Oilers are in through the first 20 games of the year. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're putting ourselves in a good spot for sure. Um, 
Um, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously you can nitpick a little bit and uh, say you want to improve here and there, but I think overall, I mean, you, you get the two points on a nightly basis. I mean, that's what we're looking for, obviously, and um, this is a tough building to come in and, uh, and and take two points out of. So I mean, we've done it twice this year, and uh, some good goaltending, some timely timely goals. But I mean, it, uh, it says a lot about our group in here, and uh, we have confidence, and we should have confidence. But uh, obviously, um, this is the way that we want to start the year, but we got to keep it going. That is Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and those uh, were some comments and some audio. And he orders now Audio Vault for direct work where it's currently 1218 in Edmonton. When we come back in orders now for Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite Promotional Marketing, we'll get to NHL today. Wild week with the Montreal Canadiens, to say the least. Um, and. We'll get your thoughts on where the Edmonton Oilers are at right now. 15-5. and five. That's not necessarily a short sample size. We're 20 games into the season here. Are they good? Are they for real? You tell me. You text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. We'll come back with that when we return on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Connor McDavid now third in the NHL in scoring to the ageless wonder Alexander Ovechkin, who got his 19th goal of the year yesterday. Ovechkin's at 37 points, one point ahead of McDavid at 36. Leon Dreisaitl leading the NHL uh, with uh, the Barbara Walters special going offensively, 2020. And uh, 20 goals, 20 assists. Now, the Oilers have played 20 games. Washington's played 22. By the time the Oilers play Wednesday night, uh, Ovechkin will have played three more games than McDavid and Dreisaitl. Still amazing what uh, Ovechkin's doing. Here we go. Let's go to the text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Are the Oilers for real? Edmonton Al says, Bob, the Oilers were tested against Vegas. They came up with two points. Koskinen's best game so far. Both the third and fourth lines were solid. In my opinion, the Oilers are the real deal and are only going to improve when injuries are resolved. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, if the Oilers had a legit starter, they would win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I think they're pretty close to being real. That one comes to us from Sean. Uh, Bob, uh, uh, where the, I like where the team is heading, says Brock uh, from BL. What is BL, by the way? Does that, Brendan, can you help me out with that? BL off the top of your head. Uh, like where the team is heading, just feel the need. Uh, they need somebody that can protect our stars. Players taking too many liberties at 97 and 29. Example, a cross check in the net on McDavid, and nobody did anything. Now, that was against the Arizona Coyotes. Again, you can text us, 780 Uh Bob, I've sent you a few texts not convinced necessarily that these guys were all at. I've watched every game just like I always do. Yes, they're for real, says another texter. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063, the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hi, everyone. The orders are the real deal, says this texter out of Northern Alberta. I don't think goaltending has cost the orders a game. The checking line's been playing well. The top line seems sometimes like they try to pass the puck in the net, though. Uh, well, I'd say the game against Philadelphia, they got out goaltended because Edmonton played pretty well in that game, and Carter Hart came in there and played excellent, and Miko would be the first to tell you he would like to have had a couple game goals back. But Koskinen in two games in a row in Vegas has out-dueled Robin Lehner. 
Tony the Pizza Boy says, Bob, I think the orders are uh, for real for seasonal play. However, we know and learned that in last year, unfortunately, the playoffs are a different beast. I think to be a serious contender, we need Ken Holland to make a move before the deadline. I think we need a tough defenseman that can stand up for McDavid. Nurse and Cassian typically play that role, but uh, one more uh, couldn't hurt, and Cassian isn't going as hard given some of his injuries, nor is Nurse due to his new leadership role. What's your take on trade acquisition needs from Tony the Pizza Boy? Tony, I think the Oilers need another top 10 forward. Okay. Um, and I would look to Seattle and Nashville as potential solutions. They got a couple guys that are moderately priced that might make sense. Sort of in that third line. I'm, I'm talking like eight, nine, ten forwards. Guys with some experience, maybe some guys that have spent some time at center earlier in their careers. There are now more wingers that are below $2 million a year in price point. So there's your little, uh, you know, I'm just thinking of those two teams because I don't think Nashville's going to make the playoffs, and I, I know Seattle isn't. Um, and, and those acquisition costs for guys that might be pending UFAs are relatively low, like we're talking fourth or fifth round draft choices at the deadline. Uh, so that's a simpler solution. We got I mean, the best solutions so far for Edmonton have been organic in nature, right? Well, I know we had a text, and I, I, I missed it, so... I don't want to be disrespectful to the texter, but there was a texter that made a point. I'm gonna, and we're getting so many coming in. By the way, uh, BL is Beaver Lodge. Thank you. I did not know that. Uh, thank you to Russ. Uh, again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Somebody said Buck Lake is uh, BL. Well, now I'm getting confused. Uh, Back to, you know, you look at the Oilers' depth, and I think the left side, I mean, we, we knew the Oilers had Cuckoo and Russell as options that they could step in and play. Uh, Broberg has come up, probably been better than people thought. I think that's a fair assessment to date. And then, you know, third-pairing guy, you know, gives you what he's got. That's what Lagason's done. Like, Lagason's an organizational eight or nine defenseman, and the Oilers have done this. Again, they're 15-5. and five. They haven't had their number one goaltender for 17 of the last 20 games and actually the last 17 games they're playing without three defensemen right now but lots of teams have injuries too for me some of the organic solutions the maturation of Bro, uh, Bouchard Brober coming up on defense even Lagason, and then up front McLeod and then Skinner and Gold that's exciting and then the additions of guys like Hyman and Fogel have changed the complexion a bit even CeCe you know what I'm not going to say to you that CeCe's better than Larson, but I don't think there's as significant of a drop-off as precipitous as maybe some might have suggested. We'll keep getting some texts in, but first, let's get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Only four games in the NHL tonight with an all-Canadian matchup in Montreal. They host Vancouver before Winnipeg entertains Arizona and Calgary is hosting Pittsburgh tonight. Montreal, as you alluded to, fired GM Mark Bergevin and hired former Rangers president Jeff Gorton to fill the president's role in Montreal. The team is still searching for a general manager and one that is bilingual. That's all but a certainty. Patrick Waugh, anybody, I wonder. Hmm. Uh, Evander Kane, waived by the Sharks and has since cleared waivers, though his future within the organization remains unclear. Matt Murray was uh, waived by Ottawa as well. Mammoth contracts there, so no surprise that nobody took the bait. Uh, Pittsburgh will soon be 
sold to the same ownership group, the uh, Fenway Sports Group that owns the Boston Red Sox. So nice to have some deeper pockets uh, behind a franchise there. Uh, Brad Marchand, hearing with the NHL for slew footing Canucks D-man uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. Bakersfield fell to San Diego in the Condors' teddy bear toss game on Saturday. Wednesday, they are on the road in Stockton. The Oil Kings had that six-game winning streak snapped by Lethbridge on Friday night. Fell 3-2 on the road. They returned home to knock off Saskatoon yesterday. Uh, so this weekend, they will host Medicine Hat and Moose Jaw. And that Moose Jaw game on Saturday, Bob, is the Oil Kings' teddy bear toss night, as you mentioned. Yeah, we'll talk to Jake Neighbors a little bit later on. Uh, I want to get one more in here. Uh, a couple more texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Everybody's jumping aboard here. Bob, when will uh, Craig wants to know when will Holloway start playing? Uh, he is still, oh, I would say six weeks. I, I think maybe second week of January starts in the American Hockey League. And another texter, who who sent this one in here? Uh, after Mr. Molson's comments, what could you offer for Josh Anderson? <laughs> Going back to, I love Josh Anderson. I mean, I love Josh Anderson. Uh, well, they'd have to take Clefbaum's contract for the next couple of years. So let's start there. Would you give up Yamamoto in a number one lottery protected? Remember, they have the draft in Montreal. Then you're getting close money wise. Give you a pretty lethal top six if you had Josh Anderson in the top six. That's all I'm going to say. With some size, right? Like Hyman plays bigger than he is. McDavid is not a small five foot ten Nick Suzuki size center. He's a and he's the best in the world. I mean, I I, they'd have to take some money back. Uh, I think they'd be crazy to trade him, but they're in a unique spot now because they got a lot of money tied up in the wings between Gallagher. He was making six and a half. Anderson's making five and a half. DeFoley's in the fours. Like Josh Anderson. We're going to talk a bit about Montreal coming up with uh, John Shannon. I find this whole thing with Molson really. And there's some political dynamics. I mean, there's not a lot of people who want to criticize the Molson family ever. They're connected to a lot of different things. So um, I'm sure. And I didn't hear the press conference, but I hear uh, I, I would assume that Molson would take on Jeff Molson would take on some of the accountability for what's transpired with Le Habitant. All right. Without further ado, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.